What's up guys, what's going on? Tonight, it's me, the whiskey, and this open mic. So, I'm just gonna press record here and uh, see what happens. So, the other day I was recording, or I was recording, I was editing that episode that I did with Lee. You know, the one about PTSD and, and anxiety. Um, and, you know, I, I was sharing a story about how, uh, I, I guess, the time where I felt like the most loneliness, um, even though I was surrounded by friends all the damn time. Like, you know, I had good friends. I had good friends during that moment, the whole time, you know. You know, I, I had a couple of good buddies, great buddies that lived in the same apartment complex as I did. And shit, matter of fact, they even, they lived like probably 10 seconds away from my building to their building. Like, uh, whenever they, whenever either I would host a get together, they would host a get together, um, and we needed something and it, it'd just be a quick walk to, to, to our apartments to, to get something and to, uh, you know, walk straight back. I mean, it was, it was a good time to, you know, for, for those couple of months that, you know, we all lived in the same apartment complex. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty fun. It was pretty awesome. But, you know, like I was telling Lee, like it was just. Even though I consider them good buddies and we always had like good friends around us, it was still, I don't know, it was just still something missing, I guess, you know, because at the end of the night, it's just, I would go back to my apartment or people would leave my apartment and I would turn the lights off and I'm like, huh, well, you know, it's just me and, uh, me, myself and I, you know, and the thoughts, me, myself, and I. So, um, yeah, I don't know what it was that made me feel that way. Like, um, I, you know what? I think, I think that was the time where I wanted to find the one. You know, I wanted to find the girl who could potentially be, you know, my next girlfriend, fiance, wife whatever and um i guess I, I i guess i felt like i was missing that connection missing that feeling you know and and i guess that's why i was really lonely um and i guess that's why you know even though i was I had friends over all the time always with friends shit i was still <laughs> I was still a lonely motherfucker, you know, I, I couldn't, I couldn't really explain it, um, I had a few friends, I had a few friends that I would tell, and, um, a couple of them, you know, Alex and Chrissy, you know, I would tell them, like, going through something, or like, you know, I, I would tell them that, you know, I'm lonely, or that, I, I would tell them something, you know, I, I can't remember exactly what I would tell them, but I think I would, I think I, I at least told them that I was lonely, that I wanted somebody or something, and, uh, you know, they would ask me, like, why, 
you know, you could have had this person, you could have had this person, you know, why didn't you pursue it and this and that. I'm like, I don't know, you know, it just didn't click, you know, just wasn't there, you know. Um, yeah, but, you know, that was, that was for a while. That was for a few months, maybe, I think, um... And then after a while, I got I got fed up with living in the valley. I got fed up with just the same thing over and over and over again. Like the weekends got boring. Um, friends started like dipping out, moving away. I'm like, you know what? This isn't this isn't fun anymore. I need something new. I need something just to start over, right? So that's when I moved to Dallas. I moved in with some cousins. I was just. Uh, it it was tough again living with some cousins living you know having not just like one roommate but uh one two three four five roommates like yeah uh it was my cousin her husband and then their two kids and then they were they took in a an exchange exchange student from china and so it was all of us i mean it was it was you know decent size good size house two-story um but shit it was <laughs> we were all cramped up in there um i but you know i would not change that i would do it all over again because i needed a change in my life you know when i was you know i think i would just turn 27 or i yeah a couple months after i turned 27 and i needed to change um that change kind of started my next chapter in life you know i i interned for a recording studio that i had kept my eyes on since i was in recording school back in florida like back in 2008 and i was like that's the studio i want to i want to internet that's the studio i want to get a job at and all that kind of stuff well in 2008 so (laughs) i was what 21 i think so yeah six years later Bam, you know, finally, you know, I, I show up, I sent them my email, in the, or I sent them my email, I sent them my resume in the morning, and then uh, I showed up to their studio, to the studio in the afternoon, and I'm like, hey, I sent you my resume in the morning, Um, just, I think it was just luck, because um, the office manager was also from the Valley, uh man she was hot uh yeah she was also from the valley vanessa damn and then the head engineer was from full sail like me and then the other engineer that walked in a couple minutes later he was also from full sail so like it was you know it, it was weird how we all kind of like had something tying us together you know it's kind of weird and they're like well we don't really accept interns but you know you're from full sale you graduated i know what you had to go through from full sale um you know you're you're not a kid you're an adult you're 27 all right so we'll give you a chance so after so yeah that day i think it was a friday it was a friday um i got i got to dallas on wednesday thursday on i unpacked everything friday is when i sent out my resumes to a lot of studios in dallas and uh yeah so that's that's that was it i mean i showed up at, at that studio first studio that i uh oops 
first studio that um, I want to work at. First studio I sent my resume to, and first studio that I um, <laughs> uh, I lost my train of thought. Sorry, this whiskey. Um. So yeah that was uh, that was a uh, next chapter in my life and it had ups and downs it had a lot of ups and downs i mean i was an intern for months and you know i wasn't making any money i just i had money saved up and i you know that was being used and then, then my mom would be sending me money you know because um it was a drive it was a drive back and forth uh from arlington to dallas you know north dallas and it was a lot of gas at the time i had my i had my truck and my f-150 and it was a lot of gas so you know she'd be sending me gas money um yeah it was it was tough it was tough i did that you know without pay for five months maybe i i i uh I was at that studio almost every hour, like every hour. I mean, even even during the weekends, you know, when when we didn't have any clients. I mean, I would just go in there just to get familiar with the console. Um, you know, I even work on some some personal stuff as well, just to get you know familiar. And I was like, just you know, I, I was just you know trying to show initiative, you know, trying to learn all that I can learn, you know, just just in case there was another job opening or, or something, you know, some freelance work or whatever, right? So finally, like, after they trusted me or whatever, they were like, okay, so we got this client, they have their own engineer, but we just need somebody to open up the studio, close up the studio, and, you know, be a runner just in case. And so they're like, it's the weekend, or it's after hours, so like, you know, here's the card key, you know how to get in, lock the studio up and everything. So there you go. And uh, that was my first gig. Finally, I was paid ten bucks an hour. That was uh, four-hour nights. Clients liked me. They requested me to, you know, be their assistant. You know, for the next time they were there, and this time it was for the whole week. You know, it was eight hours, eight to ten hours, uh, Monday through Friday, or you know, whatever it was, and it was that was a good check you know like from making nothing to finally making like some type of change i'm like okay this is cool this is cool um but you know at the end of at at, there was this thought i had or this 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 lingering lingering feeling that i had in the back of my mind i'm like the studio's cool the studio's cool but this this isn't what i want this isn't you know this isn't for me and then you know, I found out what the starting pay was going to be. I'm like, oh, this this is this sucks. Like, there's no way I could live in Dallas and still become a recording engineer. So I'm like, I'm like, fuck. Like this this kind of sucks. Um, so I don't know. Like, I was there for probably probably closer to eight months or maybe seven, and um. I like, eh, like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And like, right next to the studio, like a couple blocks down, there was this massage school. And I had always wanted to learn how to do massage, like massage therapy and all that. Like since high school, I always, always wanted to do that. You know, that was my way into getting in with the girls. You know, and I already had a massage table. You know, I had like, 
you know, I, I enjoy doing it, you know, for, <laughs> for the good and bad reasons, you know, and, um, yeah, so I tried that, um, I think I was in school maybe three weeks or whatever, and, you know, it, it was dope, it was dope, but then I got a call from Freeman, you know, this, this corporate audiovisual company, um, and they gave me a shot as a as a part-time freelance um AV tech and I'm like either I can make money and then potentially move up uh to become an A1 an audio specialist for this company or uh and do what I want you know cuz I wanted to I I, I didn't want to be in the recording studio anymore I, I didn't want to be in a damn room for 10 hours a day working with some shitty ass clients you know, I, I wanted to be out. I wanted to be doing something. So I'm like, I could potentially move up with Freeman. Um, so I left the, I left massage school. I left massage school and I started working with Freeman um, in Dallas. I was there for a month. You know, I did a couple of gigs, you know, as a part-time dude, you know, and just working my way up. And then uh, to be closer with family, I found um, I moved to San Antonio and uh Luckily, I was able to work out of the Austin branch, you know, and do some events here in San Antonio. And uh, after about a year and a half of being a part-timer, um, I finally moved up to being, you know, the entry-level full-time person. You know, it was a show uh, show services coordinator, I think that's what they called it, right? And uh, even though I was a show services coordinator, because of my audio background, you know, I didn't do what a typical show coordinator did you know they normally like set up the gear for for meeting rooms uh, meeting rooms in convention centers which uh you know there's like 100 rooms in eight in each convention center you know for for corporate meetings and like there's projectors there's small little micro pa systems with microphones in there and you know they would be the ones to like organize it and set it all up you know but Typically, I wouldn't do that because of my audio background. They had me running in the general session. With general session is where they, um, where the keynotes would be. You know, is in the ballrooms or you know sometimes in the X hall, uh, exhibit halls. Um, that's where they had. That's where everybody at the conference would be at. You know, just for an hour, two hours out of the day, just to hear the keynote speaker. And so I would be the one either. You know, setting it all up, you know, me and my crew, or I would be following the lead, the audio lead, and, um, yeah, it'll be either or, right? Um, until finally an audio specialist position was op was available, and I'm like, that's the job that I wanted to get from the very beginning, so I applied for it. Um, luckily, it's a small branch. I think I only had like one or two other dudes that I was competing with. Maybe one. I don't. I don't know. Um. Anyway, I ended up getting the job, the position. I'm like, fuck. You know, it took me like, yeah, it took me two and a half years or two years. I don't know, something like that. Anyway, you know, I was fucking grateful. I was fucking happy. I was ecstatic. Like, this is the job. This is the position that I wanted. This is the position that I worked my ass off to get, and. I was happy. I was happy as fucking can be. And it was cool. I was an audio specialist for Freeman for four years or something like that. Um, I met a lot of great people. I've met, you know, I got to do sound for a lot of 
uh, great people. I got to meet a lot of great. I mean, the, Kobe Bryant. My ha- having to put a microphone on Kobe Bryant. That was the highlight of um, my whole career at Freeman. I mean, it's. I was nervous as fuck. I'm. I'm not one to be like uh, starstruck or anything like that. But when I walked into that green room. And they told me it was a go for me to put this wireless lav on Kobe. I'm like, damn, like my palms are sweaty. Like I was nervous as fuck. Like, um, but, you know, luckily he was having a conversation. He was deep in conversation with some other dude talking about soccer. And, um, you know, so I, I, I you know, I, I guess I guess I, I, I say that's lucky because if he was if you were to say a few words to me, like, I, <laughs> I don't know. Like I'll, I'll be, I thought I was like, I thought I'd be the one to like fumble my words or something like that. You know, cause I'll, you know, I always do that. I always, uh, my tongue gets twisted in my mouth and sometimes the words don't come out right or, you know, shit like that. So like, I'm happy, but not happy, you know, that I didn't have a chance to speak with him or, you know, whatever. But, uh, yeah, that was a highlight, but I mean, I met so many people, um, it got to do sound for so many people, um, you know, Matthew McConaughey, Demi Lovato, Jay Leno, um, had a, we did a Comic Con in San Antonio, like one of the first ever Comic Con San Antonio, and the panelists, I got to do shit, <laughs> uh, Stan Lee, the, uh, cast of Sons of Anarchy, the, uh, the Walking Dead, Game of Thrones, Hordor, um, Edward James almost. Uh, pretty sure I'm missing a couple, but I can't remember. Um, and then the following year, I got to do the cast of uh, Stranger Things. Um, oh, quick funny story. So I'm not familiar at all with like Game of Thrones or The Walking Dead and all that kind of shit, right? And I'm still, you know, I'm still a newbie, you know, because all this happened a long, uh, you know, a few years ago when I was just starting out as an audio guy, right? And um, so I'm still a newbie, you know, and and as uh, one of the jobs as an audio guy, you have to play certain cues. You like, you know, when a person keynote walks in, um, you play a certain song, right? Uh, That's their walk-in intro, there's some music, whatever. And so, um, I had my laptop there, but I didn't have any cue software to where I can just like press a button on the keyboard and it'll cue that specific song. You know, it was just Spotify. And at the time, I guess I didn't understand Spotify. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It was something to do with Spotify, the Wi-Fi or whatever. Anyway, um, I think it was the Walking Dead. Um, yeah, I think it might have been the Walking Dead cast where I was supposed to play their theme song or I was supposed to play something, and I ended up playing the Game of Thrones music. And to me, I you know, I couldn't hear uh, anything because the crowd was going all crazy. But my uh, coworker, who was a big uh, fan of the Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead. He was like, bro, you're playing the wrong fucking song. Like, he was, he was telling me that over our, our calm. 
uh, our headsets and I'm like, oh, okay, well, my bad. I mean, you know, no one seemed to notice because everyone's cheering and, you know, they couldn't hear the music, whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever. But, dude, that my coworker didn't let me down for the longest time. Uh, didn't let my coworker didn't let that down for like the longest time. Um, you know, but whatever. Uh, that was like probably the first cool act or the first cool gig that I got, you know, when I started doing it, when I started becoming or doing more audio a one jobs, uh, with Freeman and, you know, I, I got to meet and do a cool sound for a lot of people. You know, I was very, I guess, lucky, fortunate, you know, like I never, 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 never pictured myself like working, doing this. And, you know, was, this, this was something that something that I, I love doing that I, you know, I fucking enjoyed it and I'm getting paid for it and I'm getting to meet cool fucking people. Um, like, oh shit, even before that, even before the, that whole Comic-Con thing, like, I had a gig where I had to mic up Evan Longoria, and, you know, I had to hide the microphone as good as, you know, as, as, uh, best possible, and so, like, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do, and, and she understands being, cause she's been on TV so, you know, so many times, so, like, you know, she takes her top off, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at her, or uh, I'm trying my best not to look at her at her chest, you know, uh, trying to place a microphone. I'd, I, you know, hide, try to hide the wire. And I'm like, oh wait, you know what? I think that was somebody else actually. So no, 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 no. I don't think Eva Lagoria took off her ta her. Yeah. Anyway, I might be, I might be shit. I might be confusing the fuck out of this. Sorry. Uh, it's been a long day. Um, but I did get to mic up Evan Lagoria. I just don't think she actually took off her her blouse. Her blouse. Um, think that might have been somebody else. Uh, yeah, probably. Anyway, but yeah, that was like the first like first cool person, first celebrity that I got to like mic up um, at work, and I was like, dude, and I'm getting paid for this shit. I'm like, goddamn, like I fucking love this job. Um, yeah, that was cool. It was cool. But, you know, I guess after four years of doing it, after four years of dealing with, you know, some shitty, terrible clients, like, you know, you're trying to do, you know, try to do the uh, the impossible and, and set up uh, this entire big ass PA system in a certain amount of time or, you know, just do whatever, right? Uh, you know, I, I guess I... I it got old it got old um and i wanted to do something new i wanted to do something new um but i didn't know what yeah, because the only degree i have is in audio you know and it's just an associates you know it's not even bachelor's or, or master's or whatever so i was like fuck what i do so like i thought about real estate for the longest time and but i just never pulled the trigger right so i thought about wholesaling because you don't need a license to do that I just never pulled the trigger until finally fucking COVID hit and I got put on furlough. And so finally I, I pulled the trigger, you know, took some real estate license or real estate uh, courses <laughs> waiting to hear back, currently waiting to hear back from Texas real estate commission to see when I can take, take my damn test. Excuse me. Um, and also I have tried wholesaling, 
but me and cold calling, man, I, I don't know. Like, I, it's a hit or miss for me, I guess. You know, I, I feel like I can cold call somebody, no problem. But then other times, I'm like, uh, I get nervous or I freeze up or whatever, you know. Because, all right, so a little bit about me is that, like, uh, I'm not a talker, you know. I, I'm not a t- <sighs> I feel like the only reason why I'm doing this is because, you know, I've had a long day. I've, I've had a lot of my mind for a couple of days now and I got some, some whiskey in me. And so, yeah, so, so this is, this is it. Right. Um, and so I'm not a talker, more of a listener. Right. And I'm not a smooth talker. I'm not, you know, like a salesperson, you know, record, they can just like sell damn, ice to Eskimo, you know, I'm, I'm not like that, I wish I was like that, but you know, I haven't really applied myself, so I haven't really like, you know, I guess studied how to do that, right, I'm just going at this from center field, from left field, outfield, whatever you call it, whatever kind of field, and uh, I missed a few times, actually one person that I called, they were like, call back in six months we're having some zoning issues or whatever so call back in six months we should have it resolved by then i'm like okay so i wrote it you know i'm all like finally like i got like a potential lead but in six months and i wrote it down i marked it i'm like okay cool and then i'm like dude i'm paying a hundred bucks a month for this particular software that i was using and then i'm paying so much money to to skip trace all these names and addresses and um, then paying even more money if I want more features. I'm like, and I'm on unemployment right now. I'm on unemployment right now because, you know, I got put on furlough and then I ended up getting let go because the whole, uh, uh, AV corporate AV, um, concert industry just got like shut down, just got shut down. And so I've been out of a job since March, right? Uh, so I've been on unemployment and money's been tight. So I'm like, man, I, I don't think I can do this. I don't, I mean, uh, there's totally, to- I mean, you can totally wholesale real estate for pennies really. Um, but you have to put in more work for that. And I'm like, uh, like, I don't, you know, and, but the thing is you can spend more money and the more money you spend the easier it can be you know to wholesale i'm like okay well let me just spend this much and see how you know see what i can do and i was like i didn't get any positive i didn't see any positive results so i'm like uh, let me stop this let me stop this and so finally i'm like quit and um started applying to other jobs man we'll see what happens we'll see what happens um you know, I'm not thinking about it. And, you know, I see a lot of posts on Facebook where, like, there's jobs out there everywhere. Like, you know, just find a job. Just go work at Walmart. Go to work at Amazon. You know, it's just it's so easy. I'm like, you know what? It is. It, it It is easy to get a job, you know, and Amazon is paying, you know, pretty well. But that's, like, half of what I used to make. So that's half of, like this shit that's half of my budget and so like you know i i'm not gonna be able to afford rent i'm not gonna be able to afford groceries i'm not gonna be able to afford my car note and whatever else so and a lot of my other coworkers are feeling the same way like i'm not gonna get this job you know for 15 bucks an hour 
just so I can make half of the money that I used to make and not and you know not be able to afford things because at the time like unemployment was was uh paying us more than our base rate you know the reason why you know I, I was able to make decent money is because I worked a lot of overtime I worked a lot of overtime and I worked out of town a lot so I got per diem I got paid mileage and so I was making a pretty decent living um I was not very smart with my money I've always you know I I Spent more than what I, you know, was bringing in. Actually, no, I was bringing in good money. It's just, you know, every year after one particular year, like, I started making less and less and less, right? Um, and so that one particular year, that's when I spent, like, a shitload on shit I really didn't need, you know. Maxed out a lot of credit cards. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, industry is not going anywhere. I'm just going to get busier and busier. I'm going to start doing shows on the road. You know, I'm going to start making more money, right? So I was confident. You know, I was really confident in in my position with the company and my position to grow, you know, with the company and financially as well. So I'm like, yeah, you know, whatever. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It was not all good. Shit hit the fan, you know, because within the last year before the last before this whole COVID thing you know I had issues with my teeth I had uh I had another issue and so I had to dish out a shitload of money um that I could have used to pay my debt off right and so well fuck that should happen and so now like <laughs> I you know, I don't even know where the fuck I was going with this. Um, let me take another sip. You know, and this open mic session too. This, 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 this is more therapy for me. Um, I don't blame you if you're not listening. If you are listening, damn. Um, yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, this is just really more for me. Um, you know, I, I don't want to get too personal too quickly because I think, uh, damn, you know, thanks. Um, I think probably I'm going to have more nights like this, more sessions like this. Uh, where I don't have like an outline, I don't have a specific topic or topics to talk about. It's just an open mic, and I just press record, and it's just me speaking. You know, whatever's on my mind, and yeah, you know, um, you're probably not gonna get anything out of it. Like I said, it's just probably for me. It's it's um, like my. You know, the microphone is my therapist. So thank you for, uh, yeah, so thank you if you're still listening. Thank you for, for making it this far. Um, this is the first. Okay, so I've done other open mic therapy sessions. I've just deleted them all because I think I got too personal too quickly. And so I am, I keep telling my friend, Tam, who I used to do a podcast with. I used to be on a podcast called Blah Blah Marry Me. It was a podcast about um it was basically about 30 year olds trying to 
find their way 30 year olds trying to find their way in the dating lifestyle uh not with each other you know me and me and tam were never a thing we were never an item we were just good friends trying to figure out what the hell's going on in our 30s things have changed it's you know you got dating you have dating you have dating apps now you're hanging out now instead of going steady or going out like you know there was a whole bunch of things changing right so we figured you know we do a podcast together right so we 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 did one called blah blah marry me and uh you know that's when i was telling tam i told her a few episodes i I told her a few times i think um that i'm like i'm an onion you know i have a lot of layers to me and i'm only gonna let you I'm only going to peel back a couple of layers at a time and let you know certain things. So that's probably what I'm going to do uh, with these open mic sessions and just, it's just not dive too deep too quickly. Um, if you want to get to know me, you know, continue listening to these, continue listening to God damn. If you want to get to know me, continue listening to these open mic sessions. Um, if not, you know, uh, you know, it's all good. I don't, you know, I don't really care. You know, because you're not getting anything out of it, you know. Um, I'm the only one getting something out of it. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so blah, blah, marry me. Um, if you're interested in hearing a guy and a girl talk about their points of views about dating, about uh, certain situations in relationships, um, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. You can find us. Find I was about to say us. I'm not. We're not a us anymore. Like we after the sex and after the second season, I kind of dipped out because I kind of wanted to do my own thing. Um, and so, yeah, so check out Tam and blah, blah, marry me. Uh, she's on Spotify, uh, iTunes, iHeart radio. Uh, I guess wherever you can find, um, a podcast. Also, there's a website too, blah, blah, marry me.com. And I'm plugging this a lot because Tam is a good friend of mine and I really appreciate her um, being cool with me wanting to step away. Uh, you know, it, it was a mutual agreement. You know, we, we decided that this separation between me, blah, blah, marry me podcast and Tam, um, you know, it, it was the best thing for us, you know, to, to make sure that we maintain our friendship, you know, cause we're pretty good friends. We're really good friends. Um, so yeah, so yeah, so, so shout out, shout out to her. Shout out to Tam. She's awesome. She's cool. And, uh, I know that we have put a lot of hard work into blah, blah, marry me. A lot of, lot of hard work, a lot of hours, a lot of hours behind the scenes talking about our episodes, what we were going to do beforehand, um and it was just, it was our first time trying to do anything like that um and if you know me personally which maybe you guys will later on but i'm not one to be in front of the camera i'm not one to be in front of an audience i'm not one to be on the mic you know so starting that podcast was kind of a launching pad to where i am right now and doing this doing a whole podcast all by myself doing social media marketing and all that shit by myself because i'm a private person you know i I don't really post a lot of things so i'm really stepping out of 
my comfort zone I'm stepping out of my shell um, and I'm learning how to be a new person you know um, a new friend a new human being I don't know whatever you want to call it you know and I'm also learning how to be a better friend because I know I've been a shitty friend to a lot of good friends over the years and I need to change that I, I really do um you know I think I want to do an episode pretty soon about toxic traits or I might just you know get drunk one night and do another open mic session talk about toxic traits because one of my tox- toxic traits is I burn bridges um i burn bridges you know i not on purpose it it just happens it just happens and i just lose interest in 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 keeping communication with a certain individual individuals you know i I, um yeah you know it's like i said it's not done on purpose it just it just happens um well you know, yeah, so I'll, I'll probably do an episode and talk about toxic traits. And if you have toxic traits and, and you want me to talk about it or, you know, you want to send me some messages and, and and comments or whatever, you know, DM me, you know, um, rap hour on Instagram and Facebook and, you know, I'll, I'll shout them out. Um, but yeah, yeah, this 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 podcast, this blog, this whatever I'm doing, it, it's for myself to hopefully better me and, and whatever I talk, whatever topics I talk about, hopefully, you know, maybe you get something from it. You know, I like I, I said in the beginning, you know, I didn't I did an episode with with my friend Lee and we talked about her PTSD and her anxiety and, you know, and it was just and so I hope with her sharing her, I guess her daily struggles, you know, what she, what she does to, to deal with them, to cope with, with what she's going through. I hope that that reaches out to other people who are going through similar, similar things as she is. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, this, this, this podcast is for me and I hope it's for you. Um, I will see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I'm always on the blah, blah, marry me podcast. I would always say I'm, I go with the flow. 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 And, um, yeah, that's what I'm doing with this podcast. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> that's what I'm doing with this podcast. That's what I'm doing with life. Uh, I do have, I think I write, I think I did write a blog about like just going with the flow and, and knowing when to go against it because, you know, you can't always just go with the flow. You know, sometimes you got to take charge. Sometimes you got to go after what you're doing or go after what you want and all that. Um, there's a time and place, you know, there's time and place. There's there's a balance. You know, I'm also, oh, man, like probably two years ago, I started writing the this. I, want, I had this idea for a book, right? You know, I was going to call it something balance life whatever I, I don't know anyway uh I, I believe there's a balance to life and there's a balance balance to everything in life really and uh that was what my book was going to be about and um so there's a balance you know you can go with the flow but then also realize you gotta maintain the balance and and know when to go for what you want go against the current you know i say that i'm going with the flow because really 
uh, I'm not, I try not to stress about things. You know, if things don't go my way or if I've had a bad day or something like that, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just going with the flow. I'm just going with the flow. Um, like when I got put on, put on furlough for three months, I'm like, I'm just going to see, I'm just going to wait it out, see what happens, see what happens. And so finally, like, you know, we got let go. I'm like, okay, so that's when I stepped in and, you know, let's take care of real estate and see what happens. But, you know, like I try not to make a big situation out of, you know, any little thing. You know, I try to always look at the bigger picture um, when I can, you know, because sometimes emotions get the best of us and we can't think clearly sometimes. <clears throat> oh, man. So. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess if I am going to offer advice on this episode is know when to uh so yeah so I, if i am gonna offer advice on this episode i'm just gonna say know when to go with the flow and then know when to turn around and go against the current um there's a balance to it everybody's balance in life is different um and sometimes it's not always going to be the same it depends on the situation um but you know damn I should go back and start writing the book because because I, I I had a lot of chapters and I was talking about how there's a balance to every single aspect of your life. And, you know, those were all the chapters that I was going to write about. And damn, where the fuck did I? I think it's in my laptop. I, I got to start writing that shit again. Cause I, I mean, I was inspired for the, like the first time, the first night I had the idea, I was fucking inspired, inspired. I'm like, damn. So like I wrote, I don't know, the first five pages, you know, within an hour or two. Um, yeah, damn. I gotta go back into that. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, uh, I wasn't saying I'm going off topic, but I don't have a fucking topic. It's just it's just just you and me and probably right now just me um so i'm 34 years old i live in san antonio um i'm an only child i do have a lot of close and good friends and friends that i've known for years that i I call them brothers and I call them sisters. Um, you'll most likely hear me refer to my sister throughout this podcast. Um, she's not really my sister. She is, I, I've known her, I'm seven years older than her. I've known her since she was seven, so I was 14. Um, I have I have plans on talking about what growing up like an only, only child is going to be. I, I still don't know if it's going to be one of these nights where it's just me whiskey and an open mic um or if i'm gonna actually you know have an outline and talk about like you know talk about certain things um because you know i'm growing up was sucky and then in the middle was okay and then where i'm at right now is okay but sucky so hmm, i don't know i'm gonna think about it but yeah um 
which is cool because I got another brother who I've known since high school. He's the only child too. Well, he has half siblings, so or step no half siblings. So he's not a hundred percent only child like I am. But like for a while, for for a few years, he, he was the only child. But anyway, um, like I said, my brothers and my sisters, they're they're not they're not blood related. They're just friends that I've had for years or i've been through fucking hell and back with you know um so something funny that i have found that i found out that i need to do for each episode um that i'm doing that i do by myself is i thought i could have an outline and maybe some bullet points with some notes and i could take it from there uh yeah that that's for some reason that's not the case um my mind's all twisted sometimes it's it's like i don't like i'm the dyslexic or something i i don't know what it is because sometimes um even when i'm reading a book i sometimes i find myself reading the next sentence before the sentence that i'm supposed to be reading you know I, i'll i'll flip-flop them um i'll do that many times i'll do that many times you know it, it's weird I, i'm okay with numbers i'm i'm okay with numbers um but yeah that so when i'm going down my bullet my my notes for the episode i'm, I'm doing um i fuck up with my topics i fuck up with my orders i i I, and that just like fucks me up that fucks me up a lot um and for the first episode i did i dude i i swear i i did that first episode probably at least four times um because i wasn't happy i wasn't happy with with how my effort was my performance was and i felt like i could always do better and even then even with the episodes episodes i have right now that are 100 percent and ready to be published and go live like i'm fighting myself not to go back and just do a couple of quick overdubs you know and and change a specific word or change some things around i'm fighting myself like i i so i gotta write a script like i literally write a script for let's say 90 90 to 94 percent of the entire episode um (laughs) i don't know why i don't know why i mean i'm not a talker i'm not a talker right and uh i hate public speaking you know i hated speech class in freshman year in high school like i i don't know what it is man i i don't know what it is and i guess the reason why i i do a script is so i can you know for sure stay in order and then um i don't know and then even with the script like so having a script for every single thing that i talk about yeah it it helps and it has knocked down my recording process by like half or 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 more you know um 
and even still sometimes when i when i'm editing i'm like oh i could have I could have reworded that differently. Oh, I I forgot I could have put this. Like another thing do another thing that I do that I fucking hate is that I I'm like other people in this world where I'm like, "Oh, fuck." Like I should have said this in my argument or I I should have said that. Like all all the good all the good topics or ideas come after your argument or your 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 debate or whatever and i'm like it's the same thing with me even though i have a script i'm like i'm i'm thinking about it the next day i'm like oh wait i should have said that man man maybe i should have said that i'm like like i and i'm fighting myself not to go back and not not to you know re-record it you know just a, a phrase or whatever um i don't it's you know i think in the first episode i'm like i'm I'm a work in progress i'm a work in progress and i'm cool with that um and i think we all should be work in progress because we all should be continuing to better ourselves right and i'm like i i gotta remember i gotta remind myself that i'm a work in progress um i've uh i've only done one two two episodes i think by myself so far and then like i like i said i've been a couple of open mic sessions where i have nothing on paper uh no outline it's just me and the open mic talking about whatever the fuck right um and this is a mess but i probably won't be doing a lot of editing with this because it's an open mic and it's just i want this to be kind of raw you know uh like mtv's raw uncut you know back in the day um but and you can tell i'm rambling on about a lot of things this this episode has no sense to it at all whatsoever but at the same time you're getting to know me a little bit if like i said if you're curious if you made it this far you know thanks um (laughs) you have a lot of patience um but yeah, so that was, that's a funny little a little note about me is that like I have scripts I, I write out, you know, and it's easy. It's easier for me to write down scripts for my episodes than it is to write out a blog post. Um, I don't know how that makes sense. It just it just is, I guess, you know. Um, yeah, like when I because I have I've had this blog for over a year now and I have like so many blogs in my draft folder and I just never finish them because I get lazy about it or or I lose motivation halfway into it and then I'm just like eh, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> um and it's a funny story cuz the last blog I started writing was about motivation and finding motivation, keeping motivation and and then I'm like after the first two paragraphs I'm like ah oh, fuck. There it goes. And so, like, it's still in the draft folder. But I'm hoping to finish it pretty soon. Because I, n- I need to be more consistent. Another thing that I suck at is being consistent. My consistent consistency rating is shit. It is so shit. Um, that has been almost number one in my uh, New Year's resolutions. Every single year for the past decade or something like that. I can do something good for a couple of days in a row 
four days in a row and then I just quit for some reason you know the only thing I have been able to maintain is that so when I got up put on furlough and I had nothing to do I had nothing to wake up for at a certain time I'm like yeah I'm gonna go crazy you know not having something um not having a structure you know because I don't I don't want to be like everybody else all my other co-workers you know going to sleep at two three four o'clock in the morning you know because they're watching Netflix or they're fucking playing video games and then waking up late in the afternoon like re- repeatedly you know day after day like I didn't want to be that you know I wanted to make the most out of my my opportunity you know my time you know that time when I was on furlough I, I did the best I could to take advantage I could have done better I could have done better but anyway you know so like the best thing the my best victory um with consistency came during this whole furlough period and even now even now it's going to bed fucking early and then waking up fucking early because to be honest with you i don't know why exactly i decided to go to sleep at 7 p.m and wake up at 3 p.m at 3 a.m um I don't have a good fucking answer. I just know that that's what I wanted to do. And I was proud that I was able to do it. Um, I'd wake up at 3, probably finally roll roll out of bed at 3.30. Drink a whole glass of water. Go for, do a quick workout for about an hour or so. Um, So, okay. So, even though I would wake up at... 3 3 30 on a regular basis my workout consistency really sucked because i hate working out in my apartment or um i can i mean i can run around the complex or whatever but like just doing weights or doing any kind of like anabot uh any kind of like resistance training in my apartment is just it just sucks right you know i miss being you know at least being able to go to the gym in my apartment excuse me um I was very, I was very, um, unmotivated when it came to that, but, you know, I did, you know, I, I did run, a, run around, around my complex for a bit, you know, I would go up and down the stairs, um, you know, the buildings, and, you know, I, I did the best, I didn't do the best, I could have done better, I could have done better, but I did what I did, you know, um, I stuck to my schedule, and that kind of helped me be saying that really honestly it's in some strange way it really uh made me happy looking forward to when it was six o'clock because at six o'clock that's when i started that's when i turned off everything um except for my except for my cell phone and that's when i was like okay i'm gonna start getting getting ready to go to bed um six o'clock six p.m every night monday through monday through thursday friday i was more lenient with my with myself and i was able to uh uh you know stay up a little later you know as long as i could um sleep in saturday nights uh wake up late sunday and then try to go to bed early on sunday nights i can wake up early monday and you know i was good i was good i did that for the longest time i did that probably almost the entire furlough laid off season you know that that i've been through 
Um, I took a break from it for about two weeks. And um, it sucked. It sucked. I would go to bed at 1, 2 o'clock, wake up 11-ish maybe, and I felt like shit. I really did. You know, even though even though I was still getting, you know, good amount of sleep, I guess the sleep quality wasn't as good. Um, even if, you know, even if I go to sleep at 10 p.m. and wake up at 3 a.m., I still feel a whole hell of a lot better physically and mentally than I did, you know, going to sleep at 1 o'clock a.m. and waking up at 10 a.m., 11 a.m., you know, for it's, I don't know, I don't know, something, something with the time, something with the sleep, call. I don't know, I don't know what it was, anyway, so I'm, I'm back to my, back to my schedule now, going to sleep at, um, actually, I pushed it back an hour, so I'm in bed by 7, I'm pushing it back to 8 o'clock, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see if I can be good with six hours of sleep. I normally am. I normally am. Um, from like 12 midnight to 6 a.m. You know, that was my routine at work sometimes. And so, uh, but now I'm, you know, shifting it to, uh, what, you know, whatever, whatever the right time, the right amount of time is. I can't, I can't calculate right now. Um, but yeah, yeah, six hours of sleep. I think that's my goal. Seven hours really makes me kind of groggy. Eight is okay, but yeah, six hours. I think you know, I'm trying to get more out of the day, especially because, um, not only doing this podcast, I want to do other things as well. Like, um, I want to work for myself. I want to work for myself. I don't work. I don't want to work for anybody else. And I have a lot of things in mind, and I feel like. Unemployment's running out pretty soon, and pretty soon I'm not gonna be able to pay my bills, and I'm you know gonna be running out of money, right? So I got to hurry up and get this going. You know, I should have done this a long ass time ago, but you know it's timing was probably wrong. Um, so right now it's probably the best time. You know, and the universe's perspective, right? So, yeah, you know, I have a lot of things in mind that I want to do um, to help me generate revenue, to help me, you know, just just be my own boss, you know, for once. Um, so we'll see what happens. So that's why I'm trying to get as most hours as I can out of the day. Um, sleep is still important. Sleep is still important. So I'm still trying to get you know, a good quality sleep, and I'm hoping six hours will get me there, you know, I have a couple of cycles in there, uh, some REM sleep, see what happens, we'll see, we'll see, you know, like, I know 2020 has been a shitty year, I hate talking about 2020, um, I hate, we all hate just about everything, the same thing about 2020, you know, it's been one of the worst years, uh, I hate getting too political with it. I hate, I hate diving into things. Um, I did an episode about middle ground, finding middle ground, and that's really coming from 
just one side you know make sure you know the whole side uh every side the whole story whatever before you make a final judgment call decision you know um I'm going to go on my conspiracy theory soapbox for, you know, a minute and say that I am a big believer in the mainstream media flipping things around and not telling us the whole story. So we pick a particular side so we can be divided, so we can fight against each other, you know, um, I feel like. I feel like that's his job right now. You know, like whoever is behind the scenes orchestrating it, that's what they're paying the mainstream media. Because I don't, I, there was this video going around, you know, a few years ago where they edited, or they didn't edit, they took, uh, from, they took video intros of, uh, the nightly, nightly news from different local, television stations you know from all around the country and basically all of their intros sounded the exact fucking same the exact fucking same and i you know that's what kind of got me thinking or and feeling that like is someone really behind the scenes like orchestrating all these things because honestly i believe it I believe, you know, like the Illuminati, you know, that was a thing, you know, a few years ago. Um, I want to believe it. I feel like I do believe it. You know, it, it wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past it, you know, like, um, you know, president is just a puppet really. And You know, they they don't really have the power. You know, they they are forced to do what they're doing. You know, whatever bill they sign, um, it's not really on them. It's just it's people who put them in the office. You know, is is the is the one calling the shots. You know, um, but you know that's. I'm gonna have a conspiracy theory episode one of these days. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have my good dude DJ DJ uh, come on this episode or come on this podcast and and you know he you know he's he's a, he's a friend of mine. He's a friend of mine from high school and he loves conspiracy theories. I love conspiracy theories. Um, I don't believe half of them, um, and others I do believe. Uh, like. Mandela effects. I fucking love Mandela effects, but I hate them because I'm like, wait, was it really spelled like this, or was it really um, this color, or was it really looking that way? Like, it's just Mandela effects really trip me out. Um, don't watch the movie though. They have a movie on Amazon Prime, or I think on it's on Hulu too, called The Mandela Effect. It, it's started for me started out really cool and then it just got like really like this is stupid um i was very disappointed uh, so yeah anyway that's that's my um sermon about conspiracy theories and, and the mainstream media and how i how i feel like it, it's 
their narrative is they're pushing narratives to divide us even more and like these unfortunate killings that the police have been a part of um now i'm not saying i'm not saying that like that's orchestrated i'm not saying that's orchestrated even though even though okay um i'm just saying you know whoever's pulling the strings you know that that's that's what they want to happen for some reason you know they want us to be divided and and, and the mainstream media is the tool to help divide us you know especially with all these unfortunate killings that the police are behind you know i'm not saying that that's orchestrated you know that the police is you know taught to kill this particular person or that particular person um i'm not saying that i'm not saying that okay i'm not saying that uh you know could be maybe but again i'm not saying that i'm just saying that whatever picture whatever narrative the mainstream media pushes is not the entire accurate narrative story um so whatever they are pushing that is just dividing us and every with every single thing that they post and broadcast it's dividing us even more you know instead of finding reasons for us to come together they're just picking stories and flipping them around and dividing us even more that's my take on mainstream media and that's why uh, I don't want to get political. I, don't, I hate I hate politics. I fucking hate politics. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm I'm not gonna talk anymore. Um, <laughs> uh, this is kind of a drunken mess, but we're all a mess at some point. Maybe we're. A mess a little bit longer than others um, I think I've been a mess for oh uh, I think I've been a mess since I can't tell you I was gonna say I think I've been a mess since my ex-girlfriend broke up with me in Florida um, I don't think that's right though I think I've been a mess started being a mess after that um yeah i don't know you know what maybe i've been a mess i started becoming a mess more recently um you know that's another thing that that what kind of not made me and tam and and blah blah marry me work out is that you know tam was the one that really wanted to like find somebody and date somebody and i'm not there i'm not there i don't get me wrong I, I would love to find somebody i would love to f have a girlfriend it's been so long since so i've had a girlfriend i've just i guess i've never i haven't been happy with myself for a long time um i guess i've never been happy with the situations i've been in for a long time and so 
you know, feeling that way and then still portraying that I'm trying to, I'm, I'm downloading these, ten, these, these apps, Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, like trying to find a girlfriend or trying to find someone to date. Like, it's not that I'm not ready to put myself out there. It's just, I don't, I, I don't know. I know there's not a perfect time for everything. I know that sometimes you just have to jump, jump in. I, I just, I don't want to jump in right now. I'm not happy with where I am. I'm not happy as a person. You know, I, I'm not saying that I want I want to feel perfect and 100% before I find somebody because, you know, I feel like one of the strengths of a relationship or, you know, one of the best things of a relationship is, is growing together and, and, and going through struggles together because that's what makes their bond stronger, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I want to be at least solid in my financial situation before I take on a girlfriend or start looking for a girlfriend. Because if I'm unemployed, if I got to move back to my parents' house, I, I don't want to be fucking <laughs> trying to get a girlfriend, trying to get a date, and then date goes good, and I'm like, I want to go back to my parents' place. Uh, yeah, that's no. I'm I'm no. I'm I'm trying to take care of myself first. Trying to take care of my situation, my job situation, um, and then I'll worry about the next step after that. Um, uh, and in the process, like I'm like I said, I'm trying to fix myself. I'm trying to be a better me. I'm trying to be a new me. Um, and this journey on this podcast, that's gonna be, I guess, my um journal entries and see what happens uh anyway i think i've talked too much about nothing um so if you made it this far thank you i appreciate it and if you have any questions suggestions confessions send me a dm um that's what they say right uh you can find me on instagram you can find me on facebook you know the rap hour podcast uh you can also find me at 50 links um f-i-f-t-y um you can find me on instagram and facebook that's my blog um and if you're curious about me personally i'm pretty sure you can google me and, and find my personal stuff my personal facebook page and and Instagram page, if you're curious, you know, whatever. I'm not, like I said, I'm a private person. I don't have much shit to hide or whatever. So, you know, happy trails, happy, happy investigation. Um, happy trails, happy investigation, happy looking. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, this is my first open mic session. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Because if I do another one of these it'll probably be the same thing just me rambling on talking about nothing um yeah anyway thanks guys uh take care of yourselves be good do good um put some good back into the world okay laters